Hi guys! So before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Bumi Organic Cotton. They sell bedding, bath, and clothing products. They sell so many amazing things and they are paving the way for a new era in the textile industry by choosing fair trade organic cotton that, get ready for this, is toxic free, natural, growing sustainably with no child labor, no harmful pesticides, no toxic dyes, and it produces net zero carbon emissions. By the end of August, Bumi will be launching their US store along with launching some beautiful new designs, organic fabrics, and colors, getting us ready for the cooler fall and winter months. So I'm really excited to get my hands on some goods from Bumi and you guys should be too because all of those products will be available to you soon. And I actually had the pleasure of talking to Vinita Baravkar, the founder of Bumi, where she takes us through how the clothing we wear is kind of like the food we eat and that it's just as important what we are putting on our bodies as it is what we're putting in our bodies so definitely keep an eye out for that episode too because it'll really tell you why you should be buying organic cotton and why you should be wearing organic materials it changed my outlook on my clothing and what I wear and what I buy so definitely keep an eye out for that but as of now Bumi's links will be linked in the description for you all to check out but I highly highly I strongly encourage you to check them all out because what you put on your skin is equally as important as what you put in your body so Bumi is the place to go for all that but yes uh enjoy the episode ahead guys bye Hi guys, welcome back to What's On Your Mind. I'm your host, Tianaya, and today's episode is actually going to be a little bit shorter, but it's going to be sweet, so you're going to want to listen up. I recently read The Richest Man in Babylon, and oh my gosh, it was such a good book, guys. It was just such an amazing read, and it taught me so much. It also just reinforced a lot. It was a lot that I already knew and was just reinforced through the book, so today I kind of wanted to go through the lessons that I learned about money specifically through The Richest Man in Babylon and it's a really good book. It has sold over 2 million copies and I think it's, it's, a, it's a globally recognized book. So yeah, I mean let's just dive right into it because I don't want to keep you here for too long. We're going to be short and sweet today. Get straight to the point. But number one. This is, I'm going to quote the book first, income that constantly keeps his purse full, no matter how liberally he spends. So this was kind of the original quote. It kind of alludes to passive income. And I know it's something that's constantly talked about, but income and wealth is really something that one doesn't show and one doesn't necessarily always display. And it's one that you can... It'll constantly be there no matter how much you spend it exactly as it says, right? So we go into how we can do that and the the guy in the book, he is, I forgot his name, but he's the one who's giving all this knowledge. He said to earn your wealth, he was quote the richest man in Babylon and he was teaching all these people 
there's a lot of whatever uh he said to save one tenth of what you earn at least and spend seven tenths so you don't lose out on enjoying life and then you keep two tenths for your debts so it was a very nice uh layout of the way you should be spending and using your income to ensure that you can live the greatest quality of life right obviously it's not like save all your money save a tenth 10 percent of your money spend 70 and that includes house utilities enjoyment entertainment all of that is included in the seven tenths which i think is a misconception and the one tenth is just what you can pull immediately out of what you get paid or your salary just to save so that it's there for whatever it may be so that it's there to build your wealth right and then two tenths are there or 20 percent is there to repay your debt and whatever debt you've collected in the past okay so for number two basically this is just some good advice which i think is really important and i think a lot of people need to hear it it costs nothing to ask. Asking questions costs nothing. You can ask people freely and most of the time they're willing to answer and you'll get you'll get a solution to the problem that you're seeking help for. So you need to ask questions if you're not and you should ask questions because it costs nothing and I know it can be hard at times because it's uncomfortable. How do you kind of phrase things? But just do it. Rip off the band-aid. It's not something, it's not mean. You're not taking away from something. You're in fact adding. So ask questions. Something that they say in the book is to find one needs to seek, which is really powerful because I think often we look for answers and we look for solutions, but a lot of times we just Or sorry, we want answers and we want solutions, but a lot of times we don't look for the answers and we don't look for the solutions, right? We're not actively looking for the solutions. And that's not really anybody's fault. It's just kind of like, I feel like how we're wired. Um, We complain, which is normal, but asking things will help you get to what you want faster and it'll help you ease your stress too. (laughs) Okay, moving on. The more you give is the more you get. This is one that I feel like a lot of us struggle with because I feel like it can be difficult to understand that what you give is what you get. But a lot of the times it's the reality and you can see it show up in so many different ways, right? You'll give a little bit more, even if it's something small, for one for you know a time being and I will also subsequently see just more come to me and then when I'm more when when you're more like fists are closed as opposed to your hands are open when your fists are clenched and you're like mine 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 there's less that comes in and out and you give I feel like it can it can be anything it doesn't have to be monetarily it can be your time it can be whatever and you'll feel more what's the word I'm looking for? Like just good about things and things will come to you a little bit easier, which is a very fascinating concept, but it's, I think, very applicable. We also talk about the seven curses in The Richest Man in Babylon. And here I'm going to give you basically the gist of them all because there was a whole bunch of different things that they touched on and a whole bunch of different things that they hit. That was some of it, but... I'm going to hit on the seven curses to help you be successful with your money. Okay. 
uh, I had already talked about curse one before, which was use money to create money. Set aside one-tenth of your money to invest and use the other to spend. I mentioned seven-tenths to spend and two-tenths for your debts. The second curse was remember that you spend based on what you earn and your desires will increase as your purse increases in size, which is basically saying your desires and what you want in life is only going to increase as you move forward and grow in life. So you have to budget your expenditures for your necessities and leave room for some enjoyment, but only using nine tenths of your earnings. So save that 10%, but keep that 90% like we talked about before for that enjoyment and to feel the satisfaction and the equanimity you need to survive. But it's important to remember that you're what you want and you know, as your income grows, you're only going to want more things. So your expenses are not really your expenses. They're just your desires because your lifestyle will grow as you continue to earn and as you continue to generate more income. Okay, here is your third lesson. Invest what you make. What the money earns is what your true wealth is. So when we talk about investing and you put aside that amount of income, 10% in this case, your wealth quote is not necessarily what you're making in your paycheck and what shows up in your bank account every month or every year. It's more so the money and the profit that your investments generate that can be associated with your wealth. Okay, curse number four or lesson number four. Guard your wealth by making sure it's safe and get advice from experienced people. I feel like we see this a lot. Don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from. And I just feel that there's a lot more that people are more aware of and people won't necessarily take advice from just anybody. And so I think this also alludes to don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from. But guard your wealth by making sure that it's protected And when you speak or when you want advice and when you ask the questions that we were talking about earlier, make sure you get it from experience. And when I mean experienced people, obviously they could have done it and it may have failed. You can learn something from that too. There's something to learn from everybody. But I personally wouldn't take advice from somebody who hasn't done it at all and who hasn't even tried. It's better to take advice personally, I think, from somebody who's failed because you can learn something from that than somebody who hasn't even done it okay number five this is also i feel like another one that you hear a lot especially with the whole personal finance tiktok side of things and you know just things having an emergency fund i think as we get older this is super important right now we may not be able to see the importance of it but having those $2,000 or whatever your utilities are kind of just set aside so just in case you have that money to rely on and you're not panicking when something goes wrong or we get into a recession or whatever happens I mean I I feel like if there's anything that these last three years pretty much have taught us is that anything can happen first COVID then monkeypox then all these other things in the middle happening like there's just so much stuff that happens and so many things that can just occur that are black swans and the world and the market that you just kind of need to have that security blanket and I think it's important too too again we probably can't see the 
usefulness of it right now because we're not paying for all those things but eventually I know I definitely will I'll be like oh man this is this is a you know it's important it's a thing okay we're rounding up our last couple here but number six and seven I kind of combined because I guess I felt some type of way about seven um here is a quote from the book they said Have more interest in your work, more concentration in your task, more persistence in your effort, and you will succeed. I think this was really powerful because like I said before, I feel like we just think a lot of the time things are going to be handed to us. We want something and, you know, our fairy godmother, bippity-boppity-boo, is going to grant our wishes, but it doesn't work like that. In reality, we have to be persistent. We have to take a lot of interest in what we do because otherwise it's not going to come into fruition the way we think. There's one more thing that I kind of wanted to touch on because I think this is also really important and there's just also after talking to so many different founders and successful founders for that matter, I've seen a couple consistencies in them and what they do and who they are and how they do it and one of them is curiosity. I feel like founders and, you know, quote, successful people are very curious and that is a philosophy that they talk a lot about in the book as well is that the man who wants to be rich no wants to know more about his craft they he specifically they said the man who wants to know more about his craft will be richly rewarded so they just switched the order but the the successful are curious and they constantly want to know more about their task, their field, and all of that stuff. So, yeah, um, I think those are kind of the main things. There's a couple more, but you guys should read the book. Oh, here's a, here's one building off of that. Don't stand still. Always learn and communicate with others and like-minded individuals. I think that's also super important. It goes along with. Uh, being curious and that curiosity aspect and the curiosity in uh, founders and entrepreneurs is that they're constantly wanting to learn and they want to know how to do better and how to do more and whatnot. Alrighty guys, I know the episode was short but I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of What's On Your Mind. I have so many exciting guests coming and yeah I just that's all I'm gonna say but just stay tuned like I'm so excited and I hope you guys are too because it's just really exciting but aside from that I will talk to you guys next week for another episode a very fun one they're all really fun I love them all dearly but yeah I'll see you guys next week I know this episode was short but I really hope you guys enjoyed it and I'll talk to you very very soon okay bye (laughs) 